Isaiah 36 Commentary www.lovingscripture.com The scattering begins. Assyria attacks Judah. By the end of the day, only Jerusalem is standing. Judah is now nothing more than a city-state. Judah's punishment is nearly complete, save for the important events recorded here and in the Book of Kings as well as the Book of Chronicles. The Book of Isaiah is both an institution and the physical man whose intervention during this critical moment for the nation is recorded here. The other character is yet another physical man, King Hezekiah. Have the gods of any nations ever delivered their lands from the hand of the king of Assyria? Assyria is mocking the Lord God, the God of Israel. We have chapters 37 through 39 for King Hezekiah's response but for now, we can look at Assyria's arrogance and irreverence against the Lord Almighty. Yes, Hezekiah will pray and the prophet Isaiah will intercede. But probably, the greatest weapon against Assyria is her own pride and taunts against the Most High. The Lord would defend His name and Jerusalem would be saved but only temporarily. Yes, Jerusalem would eventually fall but it won't happen by a man who raises his fist against the Lord. King Sennacherib's attitude toward the God of Jacob and his servant Isaiah is the reason for his failure. King Nebuchadnezzar's attitude toward the God of Jacob was respectful and his view of God's servant Jeremiah was admirable. He was a better tool in God's hand than King Sennacherib. Don't raise your fist against the Lord God. It would be an easy pick from this chapter. But that is for the wicked. The saint wants to learn how to react in times of crisis and doubt. Keep quiet and say nothing. Turn to the Lord God in prayer. Say it in the presence of the Lord. Let your fears be known to the Lord. That's what King Hezekiah will do but that is for tomorrow. More resources visit http://www.lovingscripture.com.